0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.
1: A recent health study found that recent black immigrants and those who've been in the U.S. for a number of years are less likely to die earlier than black adults born in the U.S. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco joins us again with this story. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now is Dr. Elaine Luti, Assistant Professor of Neurology and Public Health Sciences at the Penn State Neuroscience Institute and College of Medicine. Doctor, what was the main takeaway from the research pertaining to life expectancy for the two groups of black adults, those in the U.S. that were born here or those born elsewhere?
0: I think the most important result of this study is that when you compare black people who were born in the U.S., to those who moved to the U.S. after being born. There is a striking difference in all-cause mortality. People who were born in the U.S. were 50% more likely to die from all-cause mortality than those who moved to the U.S. later in their life.
1: And what about the results for those with cardiovascular disease?
0: So this was a little bit tricky. So when we did the initial analysis adjusting for age and gender, That difference persisted the same as we observed for all-cause mortality. Basically, for cardiovascular mortality, the death rate was lower in black people born out of the US compared to those who were born in the US. But when we dug into the analysis and tried to adjust for other variables such as income, education, smoking, body mass index, hypertension, diabetes, that difference was no more significant. The only group where this persisted were women. So basically, after adjusting for all these confounders, only women born outside the United States were less likely to die from cardiovascular mortality than those women who were born in the U.S.
1: So if we stick with men then and just look at that, in basic terms, those who were born outside the United States had better outcomes from the standpoint of their health than those born in the United States.
0: That is correct.
1: Now, speaking solely about black immigrants who were the new arrivals, like, say, a year or so or less, what is the theory, Doctor, on what this group brings to the table, so to speak, that might produce these favorable health outcomes?
0: There's something called the immigrant healthy effect, basically, that those who move to a new country, I mean, regardless of whether you're in the U.S. or other countries, those are the strongest, more prepared to face the stressors of life when they move to the new country. And they are selected before coming to the new country. So that's one theory, that what I call the healthy immigrant effect, that can explain that difference. The other aspect is that maybe those black individuals born in the U.S., they fail less well than anyone else to begin with because of several potential factors that are more detrimental to their health than the rest of the population. So two theories, either those who move to the U.S. are healthy or those who are in the U.S. already are less healthy.
1: And doctors might assume that the longer immigrants stay here, that their good health may fade away if they eat the many highly processed foods available here, and that that might play a role, especially with the heart disease. But your organization's research
0: throws cold water on that? That was one of the surprising facts of this study. We don't have any clear explanation to this fact. And really, this is something that we need to dig into and try to understand why these immigrant benefits persisted after so many years. We will look at what happened after 15 years and still that difference in terms of mortality persisted between black immigrants and US-born black individuals.
1: Doctor, given your findings, What's your opinion, then, on whether race should be considered as a factor in treatments for blacks born either here or those born elsewhere, at least regarding health disease, if not other diseases as well?
0: Let me start by throwing a fact or an observation that I made when I moved to the U.S. I'm an immigrant. I've been here for less than 10 years now. And I trained a country where race or ethnicity were not mentioned in a patient record. When I came here, I was a little surprised by the fact that patients were addressed by their gender, race, and their gender, and all of a sudden, when you are called, let's say, black or white, there are stereotypes that come up, right? This study sort of adds to the fact that we should not consider black individuals as a homogeneous group. It's probably a very heterogeneous group, and that a distinction should be made between blacks within that black race. and Perhaps we should be careful when we address patients using their ethnicity or their race. So that, to me, a takeaway from this study.
1: Dr. Elaine Lekubuluti, Assistant Professor of Neurology and Public Health Sciences at the Penn State University. Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: You're welcome. My pleasure.
1: For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by PEAR.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.